Welcome to the Raging Takes Podcast with your host, Brian Dixon, Kai Zabo, and Taylor McIntyre. Happy Halloween, you turkeys. <laughs> and welcome to episode 40 of the Raging Takes Podcast. I am your host, Brian Dixon. Today is Tuesday, October 31st, 2023. I'm here with my co-hosts, as always, Kai the Commissioner Zabo and Taylor McIntyre, a.k.a. Mac. Happy Halloween, fellas. Salutations and happy Halloween. Hello, friends. Hello. Oh, you're going Jim Nance on us. Hello, yeah. friends. <laughs> um, so, ha- happy Halloween. Happy Nevada Day. The official Ooh. Nevada Day. For, Dang, all, for those who celebrate. Y'all double down over there, huh? Well, Friday is like, what, what, what do they call that? Um... Uh, not reserved. What is it reserved? Whatever the day. It's just to have a day off. They they give it to the last Friday. But it's we us real Nevadans know it's Halloween. It always will be Halloween. Hmm. Um, today we got a trade deadline recap. We got an eight week eight, week eight review, and uh, we got a lot of games to go over too because there were zero bye weeks this week. So I guess we should just go ahead and get it started. The trade deadline ended about an hour and a half ago in the NFL. And uh, nothing too juicy, but there's some there's some movement. Um, I think the the juiciest were the two commanders defensive linemen uh, got shipped out, Montez Sweat and Chase Young. Sweat goes to the Bears for a second round pick, and then Chase Young goes to the 49ers for a third round pick. So uh, a little bit more value from Sweat because that's probably going to be a pretty high second round pick where uh, the 49ers picks probably going to be pretty low. So there's probably like 60 picks in between those two. So uh, Chase Young, the former number two overall pick. Montez Sweat was a first rounder too, but I think he was a mid first. Uh, I personally think Sweat's a little bit better. And I think apparently the NFL does too, because they got better value for Montez Sweat. But which one of these uh, trades that the commanders made that do you guys like better? Uh, Sweat to the Bears or Young to the Niners? Uh, young to the Niners for sure. I mean, that's just adding like such talent to an already talented defense. I like the Montez Sweat. He's a freaking beast. So I like. Uh, I said before, I like Sweat better as a player. I think he's a better pass rusher. But Young to the Niners is super interesting. Um, I assume I don't. So I, hopefully. I mean, I, I don't really give a shit, obviously. I'm not a Bears fan, but hopefully for the Bears' sake, Montez Sweat agrees to resign with them, because otherwise, what the fuck are you even doing chipping out a second-round pick? But in theory, the Bears got a really good defensive lineman in this in this trade, and if he resigns with them, I think it's worth a second-rounder, but if he doesn't, it obviously isn't, because the Bears aren't doing anything this year. Um, but young to the Niners, they got a they got a beefy defensive line. I mean, they did anyway, but now they got Randy Gregory from the Broncos a few weeks ago. Now they got Chase Young to add to that. Bosa hasn't been the same this year. Like his sack numbers are way down. He's still a big threat, though, a big presence. He's still having a nice year. It's just that his sack numbers are down. So hopefully, uh, for his sake, maybe Young and Gregory can kind of open up some lanes for him. Maybe I don't know, but I think both of these are very interesting in their own way. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, next up, the Giants send Leonard Williams to the Seahawks. I can't remember what the um, get back for the Giants was, but um, mm. the return. But uh, in theory, this is probably a pretty good trade, too. Leonard Williams has always been a pretty, pretty solid defensive lineman. Yeah, he's going to help out that defense quite a lot. 
Yeah, he'll get plenty of work over there. That's for sure. And then we got the Packers send Rajul Douglas to the Bills. That's probably mm. a pretty good move for Buffalo. Yeah, yeah this not. is low-key my favorite move just because of how much they need him. Do you know what the return was? Kai, Kai, Kai didn't put any of the returns on here. I did Gosh damn noob. I didn't hear about uh, I only heard Tyler mention this in our group chat, so I actually don't know really anything about this. But uh, in theory, that's a really good move for Buffalo. So I think that'll help them. the Bills sent a 2024 third round pick for Douglas and a 2024 fifth round pick. Oh, that's a good deal. That's a really yeah. good deal. Hell yeah. Yeah, I like I like that. Uh, and then the Packers obviously aren't going anywhere, so they ship off one of their players. Um, next up, the Cardinals send out Josh Dobbs to the Vikings, obviously to replace Kirk Cousins. Uh, it seems like uh, their rookie, what's his name, Jaron Hall? Is that his name? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, according to O'Connell, he's probably going to play this week. Uh, there's a chance Dobbs plays, but it's most likely going to be Hall. Uh, but in theory, Dobbs is, I mean... The Cardinals are a train wreck, but Dobbs did okay. It uh, wasn't anything to write home about, but he's probably a better option than a rookie. Uh, they also have Nick Mullins, who I believe is injured right now, but I always thought Mullins was a decent backup quarterback too. Uh, he had a couple moments with the Niners. So yeah, I uh, I don't know. Dobbs, Dobbs of the Vikings, probably pretty good for Jefferson and, and the bunch. Yeah, I was not expecting this one at all. I honestly thought the Vikings were probably going to dip in the free agency for this move, like a Carson Wentz or somewhere beyond, but... Yeah, I like Josh Jobs. You kept them in a lot of games. They didn't win a lot of games, but I yeah, think it'll be really good. Arguably a better offense than the Cardinals as well. Keep in mind, though, too, remember he was in the that system before. Uh, he, I, I don't know how, maybe with the Browns or something. I don't know if they're, I don't know who their offensive coordinator is, but I know that Dobbs had been in that offense before, so that's kind of why they acquired him uh, and, and put him immediately over Clayton Toons because they just knew Dobbs knew the offense already. So he's probably not going to have the same luxury with the Vikings. Doesn't know that offense right away. But in theory, I think Dobbs is much better than just some random rookie that I had never heard of before yesterday, personally. Uh, so that's probably pretty good. And uh, it'll be interesting to see if the Vikings can kind of make a little run. I know they have a pretty easy schedule coming up. A lot of winnable um, games for them. Yeah. yeah. So um, the first th- the first clue that I got <laughs> that Josh Dobbs might be on the move was, um, so they said that he was going to be the starter next week. And then, like the next day, Gannon said, "Oh, never mind. It's going to be either Clayton Tune or Kyler Murray." Uh, I watched the tape, whatever that means. <laughs> and Ma- Matthew Barry was like, "Maybe he's going to get traded." And I was like, "Oh, maybe he would." And today he got traded. I'm like, "Oh, shout out Matthew Barry for that prediction." Cool. Um, so Wait, Dobbs of the Vikings. Not. Next up, the Vikings send Ezra Cleveland to the Jaguars. I don't know much about this guy. Kai said he's an offensive lineman. Yeah, he's got to um, be a backup. Like never heard heard the name so i'm not good with offensive linemen as it is so i, I he might be okay i have no i apologize to uh, ezra cleveland but yeah i just i've never heard of him before he's now a jacksonville jaguar and then the browns send donovan peoples jones to the lions um which i guess is interesting i don't i don't know what that means for jameson williams uh it could j- literally just be a marvin jones replacement too i guess just to have some depth in their wide receiver room yeah, I mean, this is, that way. this is nice for Donovan Peoples-Jones, though, too, because he gets to work with a much better situation, much better quarterback. You know, Deshaun Watson wasn't the guy over there in Cleveland. And, yeah, I actually like this move for the Lions. DPJ hasn't done anything this year, but he had a pretty solid year last year. Yeah, I mean, I like the talent. He passes the eye test. It's just, you know, he was in a bad situation, and this is a much better situation now. Yeah, I agree. 
All right. Uh, that's about it for the trade deadline today. Uh, like I said, nothing too juicy. Uh, Sweat, Young, Douglas are all pretty solid. Like Dobbs is interesting, I guess, too, but nothing too crazy. No superstars. Hardly ever superstars ever. They ever get traded at the NFL trade deadline. Um, all right, let's start off with the week eight review, and we'll start with Monday Night Football, Lions, Raiders. The Lions win 26 to 14. It honestly was not even that close. The Lions had complete <laughs> domination. It was like the, the biggest blowout a 12-point game could ever be. Uh, Garoppolo, 10 of 21, 126 yards, an interception. Uh, he also had 12 rushing yards. Uh, Jimmy G leads the league in interceptions, even though he's missed two games. <laughs> so bad. <laughs> so, so bad. The interception in the end zone was a horrible throw, dude. A horrible throw. Awful. Really uh, bad. Um, Josh Jacobs, 15 for 61 and a touchdown. He actually looked really good, though, running. The, I thought this was his best running game. I don't think it was his best statistical game. I definitely not like fancy wise or anything like that. But I, I haven't been all that impressed with Jacobs this year uh, running wise. And I thought he looked like his old self against the Lions. He, he broke off a couple of uh, nice runs. Uh, uh, two, catches, two catches for 27 as well. Yeah, he did. He did look very slippery, strong, too. Uh, so hopefully they can get him kind of going here. Not that it really matters. Jacoby Myers, one catch for 19 yards. His first really bad game of the year. Uh, Devontae Adams, one for 11. Uh, he also had an epic helmet slam on the on the sideline, a very dramatic helmet slam. Um, not Devontae's, but I mean, it wasn't all his fault, but he also had a couple of like drops and um, definitely not a, not a game he's going to want to remember probably when he wants back. Not all his fault, though. Jimmy was throwing him some garbage. So, um, there was a lot of talk about him getting traded. I did not think he was going to get traded. First of all, he he said repeatedly that he wanted to be on the Raiders. And uh, even though he's not happy with what's going on right now, he wants to be a Raider. And the Raiders were very keen on we we're not trading him no matter what. So, I wasn't expecting anything about that. Hunter Renfro, however, I was kind of expecting them to at least think about it. And according to the rumors I saw from some beat reporters is that the Raiders were interested in dealing him, but he just had too much guaranteed money on his contract that other teams didn't want to take him on. So the Raiders kind of shot themselves in the foot there. Uh, two mm. catches for 19 yards for Renfro in that game. Uh, Austin Hooper, two catches for 19 yards. I don't know. Why, why, why are you using Austin Hooper? You got Michael Mayer, but whatever. Um, for the Lions, Jared Goff, 26 to 37. 272 yards, a touchdown, and a pick. Jameer Gibbs had a great game, 26 carries, 152 yards and a touchdown, plus five catches for 37 yards. Uh, we'll talk about if we think that'll keep going here in a second. Craig Reynolds had a nice game too, 14 for 74, plus a 12-yard catch. Amon Ra, six catches, 108 yards. Laporta, eight for 57 and a touchdown. Khalif Raymond, two for 24. Jamison Williams, two for 16. Had a pretty bad drop in this game. He's got to get those under control. Uh, Josh Reynolds won for 13. So not like a really good fantasy game for literally anyone other than Jameer Gibbs and Amon Ra and, and Laporta. Laporta had a nice game too. Uh, but other than that, had a solid just, game. He had a solid game. Yeah, you're right. Well, oh, because of the touchdown really. Cause the touch. So was about 16 points. That looks like yeah. 16 points. Mm-hmm. Um, but like Myers and Adams, if you started them, you're pretty fucking disappointed with them. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, so uh, first off, I, I kind of hinted at it to begin. Uh, Jameer Gibbs, do we expect this to continue? Because David Montgomery's coming back eventually, and we know how that goes. Uh, is is Gibbs going to be in lineups all season long? I, I kind of, I tend to be 
kind of like cautious with this. I think you can kind of trade him if you have Jameer Gibbs right now because Monty makes me nervous. Yeah, I'd say you could probably trade high on Gibbs right now. Just just trade what high. we've seen right now. Yeah, this would be enough to maybe sell him high. But I don't know. I think even if Monty comes back in the lineup, I think Dan Campbell's seen enough of Gibbs to continue to trust him staying in this lineup. You would think that, wouldn't you? I mean, <laughs> you uh, that's, that's, that. me being, that's me being hopeful, I guess. Yeah, you would think that. What do you think, Mac? No, I think Jameer Gibbs is electric, and they spent a very high draft pick on him. I mean, I'm a Monty lover through and through. Like, I'll stand that guy till the end of time. But Jameer Gibbs is—he's a special player. So I think the coaches have to see that. I mean, this guy outgained the entire Raiders offense just by himself. By the way, too, I thought that was pretty crazy. Uh, it's not hard to do, Kai. I think us three could have done it. I don't know. No, no, no. Uh, no, no, no. Right, then me and Mac, me and Mac, Kai, Kai, I don't <laughs> like your confidence level here, Kai. I think me and Mac could do it. I could be the Hunter Renfro. Fuck it. There you go. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, for the, and the Raiders, this was just a disaster. Like, I don't think they're going to fire Josh McDaniels. I think they would have already done it if they did. Or they were going to do it this week. Uh, this is a, a this is a fireable offense on a list of many fireable offenses that he's had uh, since joining the Raiders, in my opinion. Starting with the Jeff Saturday loss last season. Hmm. Um, well, I, I'm sure you've seen the reports since you're a fan, but they literally can't afford to fire him. Like they paid him too much money, and they're just kind of stuck with them. Is what I've heard. I think are are they still paying Gruden too, or are they able to get out of that contract? Because I think they might still be paying him as well. And Mark Davis isn't like he's one of the more poor owners in the NFL. I mean, he's very poor. poor. Yeah, a, 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 a smaller millionaire. Yeah, yeah. Compared to the rest of them, he's he's on the uh, lower side of of the money situation. So uh, I could see that being a thing for sure. I have no idea. Uh, he should be fired as soon as possible, though. In my opinion, I think this this experiment has run its course. Yeah, no, you're right. And uh, I think Jimmy G should be benched too, for sure. Just Ooh. start O'Connell rest of the year. Might as well. What 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 the fuck is the point of? Continuing this little charade that we're doing. Can Devontae Adams throw it to himself? Can Max Crosby play quarterback? Ooh, I bet he could. I think if if we could just clone him like 53 times, I I think we would have a squad, dude. Yeah. No kidding. That would be a 52. team right there. Can't get rid of, can't rid of Devontae. Fair, fair, fair. You know, we'll, we'll, we'll get we'll, we'll keep the kicker and the punter, too. They're pretty good. Uh, yeah. so like 50, 50 Max Crosby's Daniel, Car- Daniel Carlson, AJ Cole, and Devontae Adams. I think we got a pretty good squad. J- Jacoby can stay too. Um, Josh Jacobs, maybe no, nice okay, no, I don't like Jacobs. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh that's a, a personal beef. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I got nothing else to say about this Lions Raiders. I don't, this was a, this was a stinker. I was watching, I was watching a lot of baseball and hockey during this game. Yeah, I was driving to and from the airport, so I wasn't watching too much. Mac didn't even have a reason to go to the airport. He was just like, I don't want to watch the Raiders. I'm just going to drive to the airport and back a couple of times. They have, uh, really, they have really good food there, yeah. Better use of my time than this shit. Go get a coffee or something at the Starbucks. Um, next up, Jets 13, Giants 10. Talk about a stinker. Yeah. <laughs> this made Lions Raiders look exciting. Um, Zach Wilson, 17-36, 240 yards and a touchdown. Brees Hall, 12 for 17 on the ground, but then he had six catches for 76 yards and a touchdown. Dalvin Cook, two for five. He has said that he wanted to be traded. They did not find a suitable partner, apparently. 
So now Dalvin Cook is just in football hell in New York. I mean, he's kind of washed too. So what, what, I don't know what, why he would want to be traded. He's got his money. He's chilling to not getting hurt because he's not playing. Like, would a trade even have helped? Uh, he's not good anymore. It's pretty obviously washed. I, I'm not sure about that. I think maybe he could find a little bit of resurgence somewhere, but I don't know where. So maybe ooh Texans. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, they got some. But that offensive line, man, I don't, I don't, I, like, I, I don't think he's better than Damian Pierce. Nah, he's, but they, Damian but Pierce they, doesn't they have they a good year. But I don't think it's the, all his fault. They would give him the playing time that he wants down there. I feel like, yeah, you know, maybe, or a three-headed backfield with Pierce, Ooh. Singletary, and Cook, the stinkiest three-headed monster of all time. Ooh. Uh, um, Garrett Wilson, seven for a hundred. Jermaine Johnson had two sacks. On the other side, the Giants carved up the Jets defense for seven passing yards in this game. Eight of them from Tyrod Taylor and minus one of them from uh, I almost said Danny DeVito. Uh, Tommy DeVito. Is that his name? Tommy DeVito? Yeah. Oh. yeah. Uh, Tyrod was four of seven, eight yards plus 33 rushing yards. Then he injured his ribs, had to be taken to the hospital for precautionary reasons. DeVito was two of seven for negative one yards uh, plus 12 rushing yards and a rushing touchdown. Uh, it seemed like as soon as Tyrod got hurt, Brian Dayball was like, we're just running the ball. And Saquon got 36 carries for 128 yards. And then he got three catches for zero yards. The leading receivers for the Giants were a tie between Darren Waller and Matt Breida, who each had one catch for four yards. Uh, um, Kayvon Thibodeau had three sacks for the Giants. So this was an epic defensive game. Uh, it's just crazy. It's like it felt like this stat line was made up. Seven passing yards for the whole Giants offense. Like, what are we Crazy. doing? What are we doing? Like, DeVito came in and just gave him fucking nothing. <laughs> um, uh, apparently, Daniel Jones is going to start next week. So, Yay. do with that what you will. Yeah, against the Raiders. So, Hooray. he's almost certainly going to pop off against the Raiders. Oh, yeah. Raiders. Oof. Uh, their defense has been better lately, but it just that just feels like a Daniel Jones resurgence game, doesn't it? I think the Giants are going to fucking kick the Raiders' asses, probably. It does feel um, that way. Not sure if that game's in Jersey or Vegas, but uh, I got really nothing else about this game. Do you guys have anything? No. Nope, another stinker. Stinky. Uh, Jags 20, Steelers 10. Trevor Lawrence 24-32, 292 yards, touchdown, and a pick. ETN 24 for 79 on the ground, 3 for 70 and a touchdown through the air. Evan Ingram, 10 catches for 88 yards. Calvin Ridley had a nice game, 6 catches for 83 yards. Christian Kirk, 4 for 46. Uh, For the Steelers, Pickett started the game, got injured halfway through. He was 10 of 16 for 73 yards. Trubisky came in and went 15 of 27 for 138, a touchdown and two interceptions. Uh, Jalen Warren, 5 for 19 on the ground, 4 for 19 through the air. Najee, 7 for 13 on the ground, 5 for 42 through the air. Deontay Johnson in... Uh, is this his first game back? Second. Deontay, second game back? Mm-hmm. 8 for 85, and George Pickens had a 22-yard touchdown. Uh, I don't think there's any surprises here. I, the Jaguars are the better team. Uh, even though the Steelers have a pretty solid record, the Jaguars are pretty obviously the better team. Uh, Trubisky... A nothing burger. I don't know who's going to start on Thursday Night Football. I think they're planning for Pickett. Yeah, he's, so. he, he's, still que- he's still questionable as of now. Uh, who do they play? Uh, remind me. Steelers play the uh, Titans. They play the Titans, Titans on Thursday. 
So Pickett versus Levis. Oh, interesting, interesting. Laser show. Oh yeah, we'll get to him in a little bit. That, that was that was exciting. Um, the Steelers' offense continues to be kind of disastrous. Yeah, they're getting um, getting nothing from their run game. That's for damn sure. I like oh, what like Najee was so good his rookie year. What the fuck happened to him? Uh, yeah, I don't know. I just feel like he's low key dealing with some type of injury that's just not being Maybe. talked about or something. I don't know. Uh, it was nice something. to see Calvin Ridley show back up. Yeah, yeah. Four, 14 points. Not bad. Nice young man. And ETN is a dog, dude. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He was he was kind of their offense. Like, you know, like Trevor Lawrence did his thing, but yeah, he he kept those drives alive. Uh, I have to be without him next week in fantasy. They're on a bye. Bye week, right? Yeah. Sucks. Mm. So uh, that'll be interesting. Um this is about it for this. Uh, Evan Ingram continues to be one of the more consistent tight ends in fantasy. Mm-hmm. And for ADA is awesome at tight end. That is so incredible. I, that's a collective W for all of us. We've been Evan Ingram guys for a long time, all three of us. So good to see our uh, our predictions work out here. We are your biggest fans. <laughs> Hi, Evan. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, we're going to move on. Eagles 38, Commanders 31. This was a good game. Oh, yeah. Mm. Uh, I fully expected the Eagles to kick there. I didn't think the Commanders were going to hang tough with the Eagles twice in the season, but here we are. Uh, yeah, I mean, Eagles pass defense uh, almost let this one go again. Dude, Sam Howell owns you guys. Dude. Apparently, yeah. So this was a fantasy gold mine. This game it was. Uh, Jalen Hurts had four touchdowns, 29 of 38, 319 yards, and those four touchdowns. Didn't do anything on the ground, though. DeAndre Swift, 16 for 57 and a touchdown. A.J. Brown continues his fucking nuclear tear. He's on eight catches for 130 and two. Devontae Smith kills the commanders every time, seven for 99 and a touchdown. Goddard was four for 36. Julio had an eight-yard touchdown catch. I believe his first, was it his first catch period with the Eagles? or, or? No, it was he had a, one the first week. Yeah, it was, a, it was a second catch. So first touchdown, though, uh, for the commanders. Howell went 39 to 52, 397 yards. He also had four touchdowns, uh, also to pick. Brian Robinson was 10 for 59 on the ground. Uh, Jahan Dotson, 8 for 108 and a touchdown. Has strung together a couple nice games in a row here. Jamison Crowder, remember him? 7 for 95 and a touchdown. Terry McLaurin, 5 for 63 and a touchdown. Logan Thomas, 6 for 44 and a touchdown. So Sam Howell was spreading that ball around. Mm -hmm. I believe Curtis Mm -hmm. Samuel left this game with an injury. I think he was hobbled coming in and then left the game with an injury. So, um, Jahan Dotson is probably one of the bigger names on the waiver wire this week. How do you guys feel about him? I think, yeah, this is his uh, resurgence game. I think uh, should be better. You would hope. Go- yeah, you, we would hope, of course. But, Everybody uh, was high on this guy coming into the season, and he gave you nothing for seven weeks straight. And it's yeah. like, I think going I forward, though, you, this is you, you want to see turnaround. it again. Yeah, you pick him up, but like you want to see it again, like yeah. this next week. Yeah, I definitely don't feel great about his consent. I, I mean, we all we all knew he had these games in him. Uh, it doesn't mean that he's going to consistently do it week in after you know week in, week after week. So still got the same quarterback, which isn't a problem. Sam Howell's been really solid actually this year. Still got the same coach, which is honestly a problem. Ron Rivera is not a good coach. Uh, so I don't know. I would I would be a little hesitant here. 
with Dodson, but I, he's still absolutely worth a pickup. He's one of the top pickups of the week. Definitely the top wide receiver pickup. Uh, it's worth a shot for sure. Pick him up, but mm, I'm still, else. I'm a little easy. There is a couple others. Well, there's a, there's another one. I like a little more wide receiver. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Does he play I'll, for the I'll, Patriots? He plays for the Patriots. Oh, okay. I know who you're talking about. I know yeah. who you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. We'll, talk about we'll talk about him a little bit. <laughs> double, uh, double D. <laughs> love me some double D. Uh, Logan Thomas. I mean, he's been, honestly, I mean, he has some down games, but he's been a very consistent tight end for fantasy this year. Uh, he's got to be a top 10 tight end. I, I don't have the stats in front of me, but he's got to be a, he's got to be a tight end one, I think. Yeah. He's really uh, good for this offense. McLaurin has been McLaurin has had a huge inconsistency problem fantasy wise for his entire career. And honestly, he's like been really good for the last month, like straight. I, I think he's a pretty solid flex play moving forward until further notice. So he's not set in stone, but for right now he is uh, definitely in lineups. And uh, Jamison Crowder still has it. Mm, yeah, he was always way better than Cole Beasley. So that's yeah. I feel like he's always really good in Washington and Washington only. I know it's kind of been the case, yeah. Uh, But apparently he still got it. You know, if Curtis Samuel misses some time, Jamison Crowder could be interesting. Honestly, uh, I wouldn't rush out and go get him, but I would keep an eye on him. Yeah. Yeah. Just in case. Maybe two eyes if you can spare him. Yeah, maybe. Um, What else do you want to talk about about this game? Kai, you got anything about the Eagles? No, I mean, I'm just proud of how the offense did. You know, uh, Jalen Hurts was kind of coming in here with a a slight knee injury. I mean, you could kind of tell during the game, too. He was kind of a... relegated to just staying in the pocket and just throwing it from the pocket he wasn't as mobile as he normally was and uh aj brown also broke the record this game so he's the first player in nfl history to have six straight games of 125 plus receiving yards so that's pretty cool i'd like to ask kai about a certain eagles player what do you think about the reports of kenneth gainwell uh, responding to fans on instagram during i saw that yeah it's it's honestly not a good look that's a that's a benching, right? Yeah, no, I think so as well. Especially since he also had a really bad fumble in this game too. Yeah, I think this is the time where we're going to see DeAndre Swift really lock down that RB one role over there in Philly. What exactly did he say? I saw it, but I didn't. I didn't click on it on Twitter. He's he's like he, I don't know. It's like he's just talking trash to the fans, and yeah. then he's like he's like don't message me, bitch boy, or something like that. Yeah, like <laughs> little boy or something like that. Yeah. yeah. Something to that effect. Jesus. Uh, yeah. That, yeah. What the hell is that about? Uh, you got your phone out in the locker room, dude? What the hell are you doing? No, on the bench during the game. <laughs> it, was on the, it was during the game. I thought it was during halftime. I thought it was during halftime also. Oh, yeah. Who knows? I don't think they allow phone. Like, it's an NFL rule. You're not allowed to have phones. That would make that would make more sense. And yeah, but you shouldn't be on your phone. And even in the locker room during halftime while the coach is giving his speech. They, they, they should be, they should be like, like locked pocket. away. Like, he just got like a little pocket in his football pants like he used to <laughs> in like, PE class. Did you guys used to do that? I used to call oh, like, yeah. a little pocket I still in my have those. I still have them. Um, but yeah, honestly, thank God for the Eagles offense doing what they do because the defense is not going to win this team many games at, uh, at this point <gasps> in time. Don't you say it. Just saying. They're, they're my main defense in my other dynasty league. I need them to be good. Um, Cowboys 43, Rams 20. Mm. Uh, Dak Prescott 25 of 31, four touchdowns and an interception. Pollard 12 for 53. CD Lamb 12 catches, 158 and two touchdowns. 
Brandon Cooks, mm. three catches, 49 yards in a touchdown. Fergie had four for 47 in a touchdown. Deron Bland had a pick six. Uh, I feel like he is a big pick six guy. I feel like he's... Yeah, he, this he was his a, third of the year. Yeah, he's always getting pick sixes, dude. Yeah, um, uh, For the Rams, the Rams did not have a good game. Matt Stafford, 13 of 22, 162, a touchdown, a pick. Injured his thumb on his throwing hand. His x-rays were negative. He's day-to-day. Just because the x-rays are negative doesn't mean he's not injured, though. He, I, 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 did they say his actual injury, actually? I think they it's, may uh, UCL injury or something mm. like that. So that's probably not good for his grip. So I could see him maybe missing next week. I don't really know. Stafford's a tough dude, though, so maybe not. But if you can't grip a football, I'd rather just throw the backup quarterback in, honestly. No. They have they have a bye coming up soon, so you could be very right. He could probably take some time off. I think it's two weeks. I think they have one game, then the bye week. So if he misses this week, he'll have two weeks to rest up. I think that's probably the smart way to go, honestly. Yeah, they ain't doing anything this year either. Um, Brett Rippon came in for Stafford, was 5 of 10 for 42 yards. Uh, Royce Freeman, 9 for 44 and a touchdown. Fucking Vulture Henderson. Uh, 12 for 31 for Henderson, three catches for 54 yards for him. So still had a solid game, uh, fantasy-wise. Higby, 5 for 45. Puka was 3 for 43. Cooper Cup was 4 for 21. Ben Skrowernick. Can't ever say his name. One for Skoranek. 20. And a touchdown. Skoranek. Uh and Aaron Donald had two sacks. Uh, I would say, other than Aaron Donald, uh, this was just a horrible game by all the Rams, honestly. I just throw it away and start start fresh. Yeah. It was weird, though, because they actually started off like really well. Like I think Aaron Donald might have got two of those sacks on the first drive or something like that. And it's like, they came out firing, you know, and... It just went downhill from there for the Rams. Good news is they should have Kyron Williams back after that bye week, too. So hmm. I guess getting Stafford healthy-ish and then Kyron Williams coming back might help them out a little bit. But um, I don't know. How do we feel like this run game is going to look like when Kyron Williams comes back? He should get the majority of the carries. I think probably Freeman gets relegated to you know third string pretty I agree. He probably doesn't get much run after he comes back. Yeah. I think Henderson's going to get more work than like Ronnie Rivers was getting, though. Mm hmm. Yeah. So probably. it's going to hurt Kyron a little bit, I think. But Henderson's been solid. He's been fine. Um, yeah, he knows the offense. So are, are the Cowboys back? Uh, I mean, nah. no, because we still just see him towards really bad teams. I don't <laughs> know if I'd call the Rams really bad, but they're not good. We're going to find out a whole lot about the Cowboys this weekend. That's true. Yeah, the We're going to find a whole lot about them. A Which whole we will, lot. We will talk about it on Saturday. Um, go ahead, Mac. Were you going to say something? Nope. Vikings 24, Packers 10. Uh, Kirk Cousins 23 of 31, 274 yards, two touchdowns. He also tore his Achilles in this game and he is out for the season unfortunately that's why they went and acquired josh dobbs uh alexander madison 16 for 31 cam Akers 9 for 19 and a touchdown kj osborne had eight catches for 99 yards hawkinson had six for 88 and a touchdown i'm hawk i imagine hawkinson's fantasy value is going to take a fucking plunge um compared to like what he's been doing 
I feel like he'll still get a D. I don't know if the targets will get to him, but I feel like he's going to be uh, quite the safety blanket for Josh Dobbs. Like, if you remember, I mean, he's been on the Cardinals this whole year. Zach Ertz was good. Trey McBride's been doing all right. Yeah. I feel like Hawk could kind of keep it up, not up to that same level. Like, they were past, they were like third most passing attempts or something like that on the Vikings, if I remember correctly. So, yeah, it's going to, it's not going to be the, like the level of targets that they were getting from, you know, it's like this is an insane year from Cousins. His maybe his best ever. So it's really sad to see him go, but you never know. You never know for Hawkinson there. That's a good point. That's a good point. Uh, Jordan Addison was seven for 82 and a touchdown. Uh, DJ Wanham, I think his name is. <laughs> Two sacks. Wanham. I want him. I want him. Jordan Love, 24 of 41, 229 yards, a touchdown and a pick plus 34 rushing yards. Aaron Jones, uh, 7 for 29 on the ground, 4 for 17 through the air. A.J. Dillon, 6 for 11 on the ground, 5 for 41 through the air. Uh, The way they use their players, dude. Christian Watson, 3 for 33. Romeo Dobbs, 4 for 18 and a touchdown. Devondre Campbell had 14 tackles and Preston Smith had two sacks. Um, I hate watching the Packers. Yeah, yep. they stink. They suck, dude. They're they horrible. Know. They don't know how to use their running backs. Jordan loves God sucks. It's, it's awful over there. Yeah, um, not good for them. Um, yeah, I mean, this is. Matt LaFleur has always been kind of like this, or he just does not. He just gets too cute with the use. Just just give Aaron Jones the ball 30 fucking times and let let Love throw it like 20 times, and you might be able to win a few more games here. Uh, I've been saying it. I've been saying it for years. Unless, of course, have... Jones isn't healthy, but I imagine he is. He missed a lot of time. Healthy enough. Yeah. yeah. Um, They should have a decent amount of pit. I can't remember the trade for Rodgers, but they should be able to you know, get some guys next year, right? You would think. You would think think so. Um, Dobbs continues to be good for fantasy. Touchdown. Yeah. I mean, he was solid. Uh, I think it was only like 11 points, but still, he had a touchdown. That's pretty good. He's not always open, but he will catch the ball. Absolutely. Just throw it to him every single time, literally, uh, and he'll find a way to get the ball. He feels like Um, the favorite target. for For sure. For sure. Uh, for the Vikings, how do we feel like when Justin Jefferson comes back? Is he still going to be Justin Jefferson with Josh Dobbs? I think so. I mean, probably not as good, but he'll still be fantasy relevant. Of course, I can still see double digit points on the weekly. I don't see why not. Yeah. Uh, all right, let's move on. Oh, Titans- yeah. <laughs> this is the game everyone's waiting for right here. The Mayo man Titans 28 Falcons 23. Will Levis in his NFL debut, 19 of 29, 238 yards and four touchdowns. Also had a very mature moment after the game where I guess uh, the fans were like booing Malik Willis every time he was on the field. And he was like, don't be doing that, dude. It like it brought down the mood on the entire team because you guys were booing Malik Willis. Quit doing that. That sucks. That's mean. I was like, oh, shit, that's kind of cool. Good for that's him my, for sticking up for his teammate. Friend. Be nice to that's my, my friend. That's my backup quarterback. Oh. Um, and then he ate a whole banana peel. Right there on the sideline. Uh, With mayo on it. (laughs) With a side of coffee. Derrick Henry, 22 of 100, 22 carries for 101 yards. 
four catches for 21 yards. And then uh, DeAndre Hopkins went nuclear, four catches, 128 yards, and three touchdowns. Uh, Westbrook Akine had a 33-yard touchdown catch. Jeffrey Simmons had two sacks. Harold Landry had two sacks. Uh, the Titans had six in total on the day. Uh, for the Falcons, Desmond Ritter went eight for 12 for 71 yards. Uh, I, w- I put benched for concussion because they say he left for concussion-like symptoms, but then he got cleared and never came back. So who knows what Ar- <laughs> what's going on in Arthur Smith's mind? Uh, Arthur Smith's like, you're playing like you have a concussion. I need you to go away. <laughs> Coach, I, I got clear. I feel great. He's like, no, 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 no your no, head no, hurts. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> he smacks him upside the head. Like, how, how about now? <laughs> see, see? The bright lights are getting to you, kid. Uh, Taylor Heineke was 12 for 21, 175 yards and a touchdown. The offense looked immediately better once Heineke came in. Hey. So much better. This is what we've, uh, been, this is what we've been wanting. Did you guys see Taylor Heineke's Halloween costume? No. It, he was a deer, and then he had his, I assume his girlfriend, uh, dress up in like a like a, a black like dress thing, and she was supposed to be like a car, and she had headlights on her boobs, and the headlights nice. were on, and then he just was like staring at her boobs. <laughs> <laughs> nice. it, was pretty, it was pretty funny. I already love the guy, but goodness gracious. <laughs> Heineke's a very funny guy. Um, Bijan Robinson, guy. 11 for 62 and a touchdown. Algier only went 8 for 31. A guy named Kaderil Hodge, who I've personally never heard of. I don't know if you guys have. Three catches for 75 yards. Trick London, 5 for 55. Pitts, 3 for 33 or 35. And Scotty Miller had 2 for 14 and a touchdown. Uh, do, you, do you guys know who Kaderil Hodge is? Sure do. He's a journeyman, but he's okay. never been good. Yeah. Okay. I've never heard of that name before yesterday. Um, can't remember what teams he was on, but he's been around. Let's talk about Will Levis. Like that was fucking really good, <laughs> really impressive, and it was even cooler because they were in the Oilers uniforms. Oh yeah, that those was, uniforms are sweet. Looked hot. That was and, surprising. Uh, out of all the throws he made, the the touchdown to uh, Westbrook Akine was my favorite personally. Like that was a tough throw. He just dropped it right in there. Nobody's getting that too. Uh, Nobody's getting to that except Westbrook Akine. It's really good. It was amazing, actually. I'll tell you what. Will Levis's ex-girlfriend that was with him on draft night is probably hitting up his phone right now. Mm-hmm. He was a rocket, dude. Jesus Christ. Uh, a very, very, very pretty young lady. Uh, yeah, um, nice young lady. She don't know what she was missing. <laughs> she, mm-hmm. <laughs> she woke up one morning. He was putting mayo in his coffee, and she's like, what? <laughs> I, didn't, I, I didn't sign up for this goofy shit, bro. I just wanted I just wanted some limelight a little bit. Um, this was honestly one of the more entertaining games. Uh, the Falcons didn't really show up until Heineke got in there, but immediately they were much better. Uh, I hope, I hope, not even for like fantasy purposes or anything like that, just because just I'm sick of watching bad football for the Falcons. Leave Heineke in there, man. He's he's not a bad quarterback. He's not like amazing either, but he gets the job done and he wins games. He deserves to play. I agree. Uh, and all all the commanders teammates that he had always seemed to like really lo- like McLaurin fucking loves him. So it's like he's popular in the locker room. He's a decent leader. He's gritty as fuck. He will win games for the Fal- the Falcons. Will win that division if Taylor Heineke's the quarterback the rest of the year. I guarantee it. It's Baker Mayfield light. Or is Baker Mayfield 
steroids ty- Taylor Heineke. I, I kind of like Heineke more than Baker Mayfield. I'm, I'm not going to lie. I, I just mean they're both kind of gritty, good leaders. You know what I mean? That's fair. That's fair, yeah. Both got a pretty good sense of humor. Yeah, they're, they're both kind of small, too. That's a good comparison. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, oh, what else do you want to talk about here? DeAndre Hopkins' renaissance? That yeah, was cool to see. I mean, this might be it might be too early to say, but it might be the best quarterback he's had based on connection. Oh, they oh. were in Houston jerseys, so he went back to Houston DeAndre Hopkins. Maybe uh, this maybe he goes back to one catch for 13 yards next week when they have Titans jerseys on again. Never think about that. I didn't. Wait, was you that sure just, about that? Hold on, hold on, hold on. Was that Kyler Murray slander? Like low key? Who? Kai, he said this is Will Levis is his best quarterback. I mean, yeah, answer yourself. Answer yeah. our question right now, Kai. I think I think the whole podcast knows. I, <laughs> I forgot he played with Kyler Murray for a second. I think the whole podcast knows. I was like, what knows. the fuck are you getting mad at, man? I, I, I am a well-known Kyler Murray hater. Yeah, Why, is he better than you at Call of Duty? Probably. Oh, because he, he ain't playing because he ain't playing football. <laughs> Uh, well, you're not playing football either, and you you suck dick at Call of Duty. Same. No, but it was cool to see DeAndre Hopkins be DeAndre Hopkins again. I, I imagine. I mean, it, is Will Levis for real, or is this, was this a fluke? The Falcons don't have a bad defense. I think he might be for real. I think he might be for real too, Kai. I'm putting. I put a claim on him in Dynasty. I'm just saying. Oh, he said oh. it. Well, you never spend not. any fabs, so you're probably going to get them. Yeah. Um. Little money hoarder over there. Got to got to replace Ritter. Dun, dun. <laughs> you have Ritter. That's my third. Yeah. Why? Uh, uh, they've been looking look, look, been looking for an excuse to drop him. Good lord. Um. Yeah, I got nothing else. Bijan Robinson got his first rushing touchdown in this game, so congrats to him. Yeah. Yay. Good for him. Um, remember all those in week one? Remember all those people that were like, "I think we can just stack up Bijan and Tyler Algier, both of them, and play both of them all year long." That didn't fucking turn out good at all, did it? Tyler Al- has Algier even had a good game since week one? I don't even know if he has. Maybe one. Uh, that was me that said that too. So yeah, it definitely didn't work out. I was thinking of other people. I wasn't trying to call you out, but <laughs> if you were one of them too, I guess you can jump on that little shit wagon too. I'll, I'll take the blame. I All think right. Algier's fallen in the end zone one time since then, but, okay. uh, yeah. I tell you what, I'm dropping him in my B- in BDI this week in one of our leagues, so uh, I'm, I'm done with the Algier experience. I was just trying to stashing him until and see if B. John Robinson maybe got hurt or something, but I, I'm not going to stash him any longer. I can't do it. He's just useless other than, uh, other than an injury in front of him. I don't see Algier being useful for fantasy at all. Ever um, again. Um... All right, let's move on. Dolphins 31, Pat 17. Uh, Tua was 30 of 45, 324 yards, three touchdowns, and an interception. Um, we haven't gotten to your safest game of the week yet, have we? No. Okay. Oh, I remember what it was now. Okay. Um, Moster was 13 for 46 and a touchdown. Jeff Wilson, 5 for 23. Um my name is Jeff. I put Jeff Wilson's stat line mm-hmm. on the notes just so I could play that drop. Uh, Jalen Waddle, seven for 121 yes. and a touchdown. Finally, dude, yeah, no, he's finally. here. Jalen <laughs> Waddle, welcome to the 2023 NFL season, my friend. It's uh, real. Tyree Kill, eight for 112 and a touchdown. Cedric Wilson had a one-yard touchdown catch. 
Mac Jones was 19 for 29, 161 yards, two touchdowns, and an interception. Ramondre was 10 for 39. Uh, Kendrick Bourne, 3 for 36, and a touchdown. Tore his ACL, however, out for the season. We'll get that to that in a second. Kyle Duggar, eight tackles, one sack, one pick. Kyle Duggar is one of the more underrated defenders in the league, in my oh, opinion. Yeah. I think he's oh, really yeah. good. He's a really good safety. Um, all right, so let's go back to Kendrick Bourne. So. We, Kai and I have been talking about this for the last couple of weeks. Kendrick Bourne was obviously the best receiver on the Patriots. They weren't using him like a wide receiver one or anything like that, but he was definitely the most talented in our opinion. He tears his ACL. He's out for the season. There's an obvious name to replace him. Mac. Oh, yeah. Talk about him. Yeah, you didn't put his stats, Kai. He's the best that, player on was, the team. This was me. I this didn't do that. Oh, 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 oh. Demario oh, Douglas, dude. Double D. Double He's D. a rookie. Double D. Double D. He's really good, dude. Like, he and he's, a, you know, it's all like for me. Like, fantasy is all about opportunity. There's literally nobody else. Juju Smith-Schuster did not come in this game until K- Kendrick Bourne tore his mm-hmm. ACL, and he got the lucky touchdown. Whatever. Mm-hmm. Demario Douglas is a good player, and Mac Jones has been picking it up enough to where he's going to be able to get it to. A tight end a couple times and Demario Douglas. Like there's literally nothing else for him there to throw it to. So I'm very interested in this young man. Yeah, it could be a sneaky waiver wire pickup. Uh, you talked about opportunity, Mac. Uh, we had a trade in our dynasty league this week. Gus Edwards for a second round pick. I shipped out Gus Edwards to you. Left me an open roster spot, and I went and got Demario Douglas. Aww. So thank you for giving me the opportunity of picking him up a week early for one dollar. I am cheersing you. Thank you. Thanks, brother. You scratch my back, I scratch yours. Type of thing, you know. That's what I it call a win win. It's a, it's a win oh. for all parties involved here. A win. Um, who said that the Pats might upset the Dolphins? Was that Dylan's stupid ass? Uh, who was it? Or was that you? No, that was Dylan. Uh, like, what are you talking about? Dude? He also, he also, he also said that this was not a great matchup for Jalen Waddle. And guess what? Good God, brother! Egg uh, on your face! Egg on your face! That's why he's last in the predictions contest. <laughs> yeah, he's last in a lot of things. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he, he, uh, claim, he claims he's just having fun, but you know that's that's what losers <laughs> say. If he was first place, he'd be shoving it down our throats, though. Yeah, yeah. Mac has been a very humble first place person the entire year. I'm here for you guys. <laughs> um, it is it is honestly extremely nice to see Jalen Waddle be Jalen Waddle again. Uh, we've been waiting for this for a long time. I did say there was going to be a week where both Tyreek and Jalen Waddle both have these yeah, big that, games. That's the cool part about it is Waddle popped off and it didn't affect Tyreek at all. Tyreek still had an amazing fucking game. They both basically had the same fucking game. Uh, yeah. Tyreek had one more catch, but Waddle had nine more yards. So I think they probably had the same amount of points. Yeah. So it's like, shit, man. I mean, this is how that offense should look fantasy-wise, right? Get Tyreek some. Tyreek's obviously going to have more, but get Waddle some too, man. A Chan is going to help it too. Maybe Knox will be giving him the ball more, but I feel like it opens up the offense more when he's there. So I don't know. Oh, absolutely. And Mostert and A Chan are so good, so good together. Jeff Wilson Jr. He hasn't quite caught on yet, but I imagine he's going to get his legs under him here eventually too. So they're going to have a nice little running game when A Chan comes back. Uh, Salvin Ahmed is fucking good too. I, I like Salvin Ahmed. Well, a name, fun name, very good name. Oh. Uh. My guy and Kai's guy, Cedric Wilson, with a touchdown, too. Yeah. We're fans oh, of Cedric Wilson. Yeah. 
Uh, but other than that, nothing really to, to report about this game. It was a very, very nice, comfortable Dolphins win, like a lot did, of them are. Did Zeke do anything? Probably not. No. He was okay. It wasn't any. It wasn't impressive enough to throw him on the board, but seven, he was okay. Seven for 36. Yeah. Um, Saints 38, Colts 27. Derek Carr ended up being a decent streamer, Kai. Yeah, you were right. He ended up being huh? decent. 19 of 27, 310 yards, two touchdowns for Derek Carr. Uh, I want to talk about Taysom Hill here for a second. So Taysom Hill, oh, one for two, him. 44 yards through the air. I, I kind of like this, though. So, so then he had 63 rushing yards and two touchdowns running the ball. Then he had a 14-yard catch. But obviously, this is still aggravating for fantasy. If you have like Kamara and Olave and Michael Thomas and even like Rashid Shahid. I I like this though because this actually makes sense NFL wise to use him like this. My problem always with Sean Payton was he would use him twice a game and it was like when they were on the goal line and you have the like one of the best running backs in the league or like it's it's just it would make zero sense why Sean Payton would bring him in. He'd bring him in for big moments and instead of throwing the ball to his like all pro receiver and Michael Thomas or handing the ball off to his all pro running back and Alvin Kamara, he would throw to the backup quarterback. It made zero fucking sense. It aggravated me to no end. But if you have a guy like Taysom Hill, this is how you use him. You throw, you give him a couple throws, give him a couple runs, give him a couple catches. Like use him in the offense if you're going to use him. Don't just bring him in to be a fucking a troll vulture. It's like it, <laughs> it, it really it never. I this is like I don't like Sean Payton. It's because he used to fuck me over constantly with like Kamara with this shit. Where it's like it makes no sense how you're using this backup quarterback, dude. Like involve him in the offense if you're going to use him don't just bring him out for one time a game and get him a touchdown it just doesn't make any sense so i actually like that dennis allen is actually starting to use him as like a legitimate player in the offense because like i he is a good player it's just that if i don't know i i i don't like the vulture part of it this is fine this actually puts him into use in the offense he's one of the players that they're going to use if they're going to keep using him like this I don't know how you guys feel about that he's he's a viable fantasy player at least for the time being yeah i mean that's- i don't like him that's a that's a good point about what you said though is because like when they would bring him out on the goal line just for that one play it was pretty fucking obvious what they were doing yeah and it was just like you and i know he he shouldn't care about fantasy football and it, and part of this is comes from me being a fantasy football player but it's like just bringing him out there for a touchdown it's just like it just r- ruins everything dude like give the ball to Kamara. it doesn't make any sense you have a good running back give the ball to the running back but like, if you're going to use him like this, I have no problem with this usage at all. Uh, I don't think I would play him at quarterback in fantasy, but I would definitely play him at tight end or even flex right now, at least until he goes back to being just whatever. If can he does. Even, can you even play him at the quarterback in fantasy? Because I thought he was yeah. listed as a tight end. He's listed as quarterback and a tight end. Wow. What a hack. I think it depends, it depends on the platform also. So we play on sleeper. He's a quarterback and a tight end on sleeper. I don't know what it is on ESPN. Yahoo but, um, and all that yeah, other Yeah, all of them. If you play on Yahoo, grow up. <laughs> I, I don't like Yahoo. Uh, let's go down the list of the rest of the Saints now that I'm off my Taysom soapbox. Kamara, 17 for 59 and a touchdown on the ground. Four catches for 51 yards and a touchdown through the air. Rashid Shahid, three for 153 and a touchdown. Michael Thomas, four for 68. The bit keeps going. Uh, Gardner Minshew, 23 of 41, 213 yards, two touchdowns, and interception. Jonathan Taylor was 12 for 95. He left this game early, didn't he? Did Taylor leave this game early? Did uh, I see that somewhere? I, I, don't, I, I don't recall. Maybe I made that up. I'm sorry if I did. Uh, Zach Moss, 11 for 66 and a touchdown. 
Josh Downs, 7 for 72. Michael Pittman, 8 for 40 and a touchdown. Andrew Ogletree had a 33-yard touchdown catch. Zaire Franklin had 14 tackles on the defensive side for Indianapolis. Uh, This was a pretty entertaining game. I mean, it was an 11-point loss for the Colts, but they hung some points up there. I said in the preview that I thought this was going to be a a pretty high-scoring game. You did. Uh, And it turned out to be so. Kamara is honestly one of the best fantasy football players in the league right now. Like he, if he doesn't score touchdowns, he he fucking gets you like 15 catches to make up for it every single week. It's either like 15 catches or a touchdown every single week. Kamara is like if you if you took a chance on Kamara, even though he had that three game suspension, you are you're feeling fucking great about yourself. Hmm. Feeling good about it. Um. Talk about your your boy Rashid Shahid. Oh, I thought was amazing. Yeah, I mean this guy is just so electric. One of the best deep threats in the league right now. Yeah, they should be getting this guy the ball a lot more. And Chris Olave didn't really do much. I didn't. I forgot to put Olave's stat line down. What was his stat line? Does anyone know off the top of their head? Olive. Olave. The olive. He was five for forty-six. Hmm. Yeah, it's rough. Derek Carr just doesn't like him. I guess I, I have no idea. I don't understand that. I don't understand that usage. He doesn't like his driving habits. I mean, none of us do. Uh, not, not that wasn't good. Uh, that kind of got swept under the rug too, huh? I kind of, I completely forgot about that once game day started. Like, oh, I Chris mean, Olave. It wasn't anything crazy. That's what probably why I got swept under the rug. It's not like he was drinking and driving or he killed no. someone. He was a speed. Double, so. double the speed limit is pretty bad, though. But yeah, no, you're right. Uh, um, yeah, it seems like Rashid Shahid is the deep threat. That car prefers over Olave, unfortunately. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Um, do we think this Taysom Hill usage is going to continue, or do we think he's going to go kind of back down to uh, down to earth? I have talked Hill about earth. this before, where he has this habit of you know like tricking people into thinking that he's going to get usage, and people pick him up, and then he does nothing for them as soon as they pick him up. I kind of see this continuing. I do too, actually. Um, I mean, over the past few weeks, he's been getting a lot of targets thrown his way too as a receiving option. Mm-hmm. I just don't yeah, know. That's about what makes the me rest. think he's going to stay. They actually seem to be using him as a receiver at the very least. So, I mean, uh, and they, they won this game too. So, I mean, if that's any indication, they're going to use yeah. him a lot more from this point on. Mm-hmm. Um, any last words about this game? No, that was a nah. fun one. It was a good one. Panthers 15, Texans 13. Carolina picks up their first victory of the year. Bryce Young, 22 of 31, 235 yards and a tutty. Chuba, 15 for 28 on the ground, 2 for 26 to the air. Looking like a real Miles Sanders out there. Uh, speaking of, Sanders, two, <laughs> two carries, zero yards. Uh, I like that segue. Adam the Adam the <laughs> Jesus Christ! I I hear Smitty say Andrew Thielen so much in my head now that I I have to like check myself to make sure I'm not fucking his name up. Adam Thielen is eight for seventy-two. Jonathan Mingo four for sixty-two. Tommy Tremble two for four and a touchdown. Uh, Frankie Luvu, who was questionable heading into this game, twelve tackles and a sack for the Texans. C.J. Stroud sixteen of twenty-four, hundred forty yards, no touchdowns, no picks. Uh, did have thirteen rushing yards and a touchdown though. Damian Pierce twelve for forty-six. Devin Singletary, 10 for 30, plus two catches for 13 yards. Noah Brown had three catches for 57 yards. Nico Collins was four for 30. Tank Dell was three for 16. Dalton Schultz was two for five. I am sorry to everybody that I recommended Dalton Schultz to. 
Jonathan Greenard, two and a half sacks for him. Malik Collins had two sacks for him. Uh, this was a close game, but it was a stinker, dude. The Texans just didn't show up, and uh, Carolina, although they got the win, were not looking great either. Uh, kind of this a stinker is, of a game. I need easily CJ Stroud's worst game. I needed that sure. Adam Thielen touchdown. Oh, talk about that, dude. All right, so to all the viewers out there, so I had a parlay ticket where I chose eight players to score a touchdown this weekend. I got seven out of eight. Adam Thielen was the one that didn't get the touchdown, and it would have netted me about $54,000. Uh, uh, how, much, how much was the ticket? $25. Oh! Uh, uh, that was literally the only one you needed, right? Yep, yeah. It was quite a gut punch. What was yeah. like? All, what was? Just go down the list. What were all the? What was all the bets? Do you have uh, it in front of you? Yeah, I, I'll pull it up real quick right now. Let's see. So I had. Where was it? Apologies to everyone. To kill time. Here's a drop. My name is Jeff. <laughs> My name is Jeff. Wait, where is it? Sure here's it. You sure about that's not why? <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> Bruh. I thought I sent it to you guys. Oh Lord, guy. Oh good. So I know, I, I know, I know. Taysom Hill was on there. We forgot to do that for <laughs> Sam Howell. Oh, we did. Shit. Was okay. Sam Howell on the ticket? Okay, it doesn't matter. But wait, here it is. Wait, can't you? Oh, here it is. So I had Alvin Kamara, Devonta Smith. Jalen Waddle, Jordan Addison, Adam Thielen, Travis Etienne, Taysom Hill, and CD Lamb. Oh uh, my God! Uh, yeah. uh, so, did you have any games that you picked too, or was it just the score touchdowns? I had some games too, but th those ones didn't win. But yeah, that was the closest one. Seven out. Was of it eight. with that parlay? No, it, it was a separate parlay. Oh okay. Yeah. That's so unfortunate, dude. Yeah. Dude. I could have been a rich. Uh, I could have been a rich man. I usually root against my friends when they bet because I like to be an asshole, but I was like, when that happened, I was like, it broke my heart. I'm like, oh, Kai, that was so yeah. close, dude. It beers close. on you. It would have been beers on you at Hoffer oh, House for sure. Absolutely. <laughs> um, all right, let's move on. Seahawks 24, Browns 20. This was a solid game. Yeah. Uh, Gino 23 of 37, 254 yards, two touchdowns, two picks. Kenneth Walker, eight for 66. Zach Charbonnet, 5 for 53. Jake Bobo had two catches for 23 yards, plus a three-yard rushing touchdown. Hey, Bobo. Hey, hey Bobo. He's, dude, he's a touchdown machine. That's Kai's guy right there. He's uh, the rookie with a receiving touchdown and a rushing touchdown, I believe. Hey, I like that. Hey. Stat of the day. Uh, Tyler Lockett, 8 for 81 and a touchdown. DK, uh, 5 for 67. JSN had a touchdown for the second straight week. 3 for 36 and a touchdown. Uh, for the Browns, PJ Walker, 15 to 31, 248 yards, a touchdown, and two interceptions. Kareem Hunt, 14 for 55 and a touchdown. Uh, Pierre Strong, 10 for 41, plus a 41-yard catch. And Jerome Ford had 9 for 37. Uh, he was hobbled by an ankle injury, still played. Amari Cooper, 6 for 89. And Joku, 4 for 77 and a touchdown. The flesh is weak. Um. Yeah, this was a fun game, honestly. Uh, the Browns' defense is really good. Uh, Gino, Gino had probably one, yeah, two interceptions. You don't want to see that. Probably had one of his better games of the year, though. Gino's been up and down this year. I thought Gino did pretty solid in this game, actually. 
Oh yeah, he looked pretty a little back to what we expected. Uh, picks aren't great, but good the uh, the Seahawks uniforms were gorgeous. Gorgeous. I, did I like love them. those. Yeah, those are sick. They they just like the Eagles. They should go to the Kelly Greens. The Seahawks should go to these. They're so time. so delicious. I saw people hating on them online. I didn't understand that. I thought they were pretty cool. Uh, um, how do you guys feel about JSN? Do you guys think this is going to be a, a thing moving forward? Or three for thirty six really isn't a lot of usage. Me, I, th- I kind of think this might have been a little bit of a fluky touchdown. Yeah, it was a good block by his fellow wide receiver DK Metcalf mm-hmm. there to kind of spring him. But uh, no, I mean he's you know he he had the fractured wrist or whatever it was, and uh, he's. You know, still kind of coming back from that. It seems like so he's just working his way in there. I still think he's a. I still think he's a good long term play, though. I mean, we already kind of knew that there was going to be maybe some question marks about his viability for this season, but I think by next season or the season after, should see really what he actually is. Yeah, I'm not sure how much longer. Uh, I would assume Lockett's contract would be up before DK's, but maybe I'm wrong. I'm not sure. I think they would keep DK over Lockett too, just for yeah, for a- sure for age. Yeah, DK's better too, honestly. Dude, Tyler Lockett on the Chiefs. I just always say every one of the Chiefs, but goodness gracious, that would be can good. You, can you imagine? I'm surprised the Chiefs didn't make a run at any wide receivers at the deadline. They may have tried to and just didn't want to give up whatever that team was asking for. True. Apparently, T. Higgins was being sought after. He cut. They could have been one of the one of the ones. I don't see the Bengals, especially as the Bengals are back officially back. Oh, so uh, back. you don't want to move T. Higgins, dude. They might. They have a chance at the Super Bowl. Honestly, uh, not even joking around. The Bengals are legitimately good again. Uh, we'll get to them in just a moment. Um, you guys were uh, Kenneth Walker only getting eight carries. That kind of that's kind of weird, isn't it? Yeah, that was. Weird, I don't know because the game yeah, script. Your carries are really good too. Eight for sixty-six. Yeah, I don't know how the game script turned out for them this entire game for them to move away from the run game a little bit. But we've been saying this all year. They need to stick to their run game to be more successful. Yeah, that's one of the more for- formidable defensive fronts. So I kind of under I kind of understand. But it I must mean- have been in the game plan. I bet Pete Carroll was just like, we're just gonna pass the ball against the Browns and just see what happens. Yeah. Um. How do you guys feel about Charbonnet? He's a good player. Yeah, he's a good player. Yeah, I I kind of like him a lot. I, I he's a I mean he's not going to be fantasy relevant as long as Walker's there, but like he's he's a pretty good fucking player, dude. Yeah, he, he runs hard. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's slippery too. Zach Hardbenet. Uh, uh, no. Oh. <laughs> uh, Anywho, <laughs> I was going to get a better reception off that one. Uh, anything else here? No, good, yeah. game, good game, though. Yeah, Bengals is... 31. Oh, Bengals oh, 31, that, Niners 17. That, 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 uh, that, that, that. The Bengals are back officially. Joe Burrow, 28 of 32, 283 yards, three touchdowns, plus 43 rushing yards. Um, he just has a swagger back too. Those first few weeks, you're like, "Who is this person?" And and Joe Burrow's skin, I, I just didn't didn't feel like the right person. He's got some swagger back. He's got some confidence back. Uh, I bet his fits are on point now. I haven't seen him, but I'm sure he's been wearing some heat in through to and from the games. Uh, it's yeah. nice to see Joe Burrow back. Yeah, he had an he, awesome costume. Did he? What was it? 
it was like an alien head thing, and I can't remember what, if he had anything else on, but the alien head was creepy and cool. Ah, Joe. Uh, speaking of Joe, Joe Mixon, 16 of 87 in a touchdown. Jamar Chase, 10 for 100 in a touchdown. Um, I have both Burrow and Chase in our main league that me and Kai play in, and when Chase got that touchdown, I screamed for, like, I would say, like, 15 straight seconds. I was like, Ah. Like in my room by myself i'm like oh my god t higgins five for 69 tyler nice. uh tyler boyd yeah tyler boyd three for 40 in a touchdown i said a brain fart there andre eosivas i believe his name is two yard touchdown oh. catch logan wilson 11 tackles and an interception pretty good linebacker for the bengals uh <laughs> on the other side brock purdy might suck does brock purdy suck I'm last two weeks have not been good i'm telling you i'm telling you they missed debo it might Debo be helps. honestly. It might be that simple. I, I see something there. I don't care what anyone thinks about Diva. When he's in this offense, they are much better. I don't know why. He blocks really well for a wide receiver. That's a big part of their offense. Uh, I was making fun of Purdy, but he's he did have an okay stat line. Twenty-two at thirty-one, three hundred sixty-five yards is good. One touchdown, two picks though, not great. He's thrown some stinky picks the last two weeks. Uh, 57 rushing guards for Purdy as well. CMC 12 for 54 and a touchdown, plus 6 for 64 and a touchdown through the air. That's what he does, scores touchdowns. George Kittle 9 for 149. Brandon Ayuk 5 for 109. Eric Armstead had two sacks. Uh, this was a potential Super Bowl preview, and the Bengals completely destroyed the 49ers, honestly. like It wasn't like a blowout or anything like that. I mean, two-score, two-touchdown lead, but... It wasn't like embarrassing, but at the same time, the Niners did just did not look like they had an answer for the Bengals at all. I mean, I I've been saying it for a while now too. The Bengals, when all cylinders are clicking, are probably the most dangerous team in the NFL, and it seems like that th- this is where it's going from this point forward. Yeah, you're right. This is the the two teams I took in the preseason when we made our picks to go to the Super Bowl, and gosh, yeah, Bengals, they got it, man. They're back. Officially, officially. Um, I saw somebody on Twitter talk. Uh, some a fantasy analyst talking about it on Twitter. Um, Burrow had three touchdowns, four incompletions. I'm like, oh yeah, dude, Burrow's so fucking back. Yeah, <laughs> it's so good to see you back, Joe. It's, um, it's literally like how last year went. You know, they started off slow, and then just from this point forward, they were just steamrolling everyone. This could it was well. different though because the calf strain. That's what made me nervous. If it would just been two two slow games to start the year, and Burrow was completely healthy, I'd be like, yeah, it's not a big deal. The Bengals will be okay, but. The calf strain was very nerve-wracking there for like a month, where it's just like Burrow does not look like himself. And if you keep pushing him out there, like I uh, remember when I said that I think that they should put him on IR for a month and get him back healthy. Obviously, that was the wrong choice, and Mac was correct on that, where he should have rested like a week or two and came back. But um, I, I just it, it it was bad vibes at the start of the year. Just that calf strain and like calf strains can turn into like torn Achilles real quick too if you mm-hmm. put too much fucking pressure on them. So. It was it was nerve wracking there for the Bengals, but luckily it seemed like they uh, they survived the uh, the muddy waters and are are officially back in playoff mode here. And I'm honestly, like, <laughs> and honestly, like the Browns are okay, but like with PJ Walker, do we really expect them to win the division with PJ Walker? Probably not, right? They might sneak into a wild card. The Steelers know. probably are going to fall off here, and it's probably just the Ravens who underperformed yet again this week. They won, but they underperformed yet again this week. So. I think the Bengals are far and away the favorite right now in the North. Yeah. I was also just going to say, I don't even think the Browns could win with Deshaun Watson. Well, yeah, no shit. He sucks, dude. Yeah. (laughs) He's horrible, horrible, horrible quarterback. He's a stinky man. A stinky, stinky man. Um, 
Jamar Chase is back too. He never really left, but uh, let's move on. Broncos 24, Chiefs 9. Uh, shout out Brendan for the fucking upset call. That was crazy. Uh, I think he did it as a bit, so I don't want to give him too much credit. I don't want to go over the fucking moon about this, but uh, that, that was pretty pretty impressive. Uh, Russell Wilson, 12 of 19, 114 yards, three touchdowns for him, plus 30 rushing yards. Russ had a nice game, honestly. Uh, Javante Williams, 27 carries for 85 yards. Not very efficient, but whatever. 13 receiving yards as well in a touchdown. The touchdown saved his fantasy day. Uh, Jerry Judy, two for 50 in a touchdown. Uh, Cortland Sutton, two for 29 in a touchdown. Cortland Sutton just catches touchdowns constantly, dude. He's yeah. got like six or seven on the year, I think. Some pretty nice ones, too. Like mm-hmm. tough, tough catches. Baron Browning had two sacks for Denver. On the other side, Mahomes, who uh, apparently was battling the flu in this game, 24 38, 241 yards and two interceptions. Pacheco was eight for 40. Kelsey had six catches for 58 yards. Rasheed Rice had four for 56. And uh, George Karlaftis, two and a half sacks for Kansas City. I'm gonna say um, I'm gonna say it right now. Taylor Swift was not at this game. Coincidence? Uh, I think not, brother. You're on to something, Kai. There's some I kind of not. there's some kind of witchcraft going on here. Uh-huh. Uh huh. I pray to Taylor Swift every night and every morning, um, twice yeah. in the morning on Sundays. Um. Yeah, I, this game. Honestly, it was pretty fucking boring. If if I can be so be so blunt here, uh, Broncos had like complete control of this game the entire time. Like the Chiefs did not score a touchdown the entire game. Um, I don't think anyone expected that. Well, it, this game was like a blizzard, right? Like big snow game. At the beginning, like in the morning, it snowed, but there wasn't snow during the game. It was definitely cold as shit. It was yeah, like twenty degrees. Yeah. So and Mahomes having the flu and the cold uh, getting hit and shit. You know that wasn't fun. Probably feels awful on Monday. Horrible, yeah. Um, especially if like the body aches. Body aches are the worst part about being sick, dude. Ugh. Get hit gross. by a three hundred fifty pound dude and you got body aches and a fucking fever, dude. Fuck that. Yeah, no thanks. It's hard enough to just f- go to the next room when you got no that kidding. going on. Um, I don't know. The Broncos better now. This was probably just a fluke, right? They they lost like sixteen in a row to the Chiefs. They're bound to win yeah, one, right? Overdue. The- I'd say this was a fluke for sure. Yeah, I think so too. Um, um, Pat, Patrick Mahomes had never lost an uh, in-division road game until this yeah. game. He's That's 16 crazy. and 1 now. That's insane. That is le- legitimately a crazy stat. Yeah, like, uh, and I mean, I know he's got the Raiders and the Broncos who are usually pretty bad, but like the Chargers are normally good. So it's like, fucking hell, you can't beat Mahomes in LA. It's crazy. Um,. I think let's move on to Kai's safest game of the week. Three and one now? Yep. Hell yeah, brother. I'm back. (laughs) Ravens 31, (laughs) Cardinals 24. Lamar Jackson 18 of 27, 157 yards and a touchdown. The Gus Bus. All aboard the Gus Bus. 19 carries, 80 yards, three touchdowns. Mark Andrews 4 for 40 and a touchdown. Josh Dobbs in his last game as a Cardinal, 25 of 37, 208 yards, two touchdowns, two interceptions, 26 rushing yards, and a rushing touchdown. Um, I imagine it's going to be Clayton Toon next week. I guess there's a chance Kyler plays, but I think there's gonna I think they're going to wait one more week and bring Kyler back then. Um, De Mercado, 20 carries for 78 yards. Trey McBride, 10 catches, 95 yards, and a touchdown. Probably his best game as a pro. Michael Wilson, four for 58. Hollywood, six for 33. And a touchdown. Uh, 
first question, how do we expect the Cardinals to look with Clayton Toon next week? And then second question, how do we expect them to look when Kyler Murray gets back here in probably two weeks? Uh, I I mean, if James Conner comes back in a timely manner, I could see it going a little bit better. But as of right now, I don't think this offense really has too much juice. Comes back in a timely manner? Are you giving him a curfew or something? No, I'm just saying. Be home by 11 p.m., young man. <laughs> I think the Cardinals have the first pick right now. So it's like, do they want to win ever again? And also, yeah, I mean, that also goes know. along with what's the point of bringing back Kyler Murray if they're just going to tank the rest of the year. Oh, so you bet he's good. Oh. He's better than Clayton Toon. Okay. Hmm. Interesting. Interesting. Okay. Very interesting. Um... I, don't, I never, so I never said is, he wasn't good. By the way, I just think yeah, he's—I yeah. I just think he's overrated. Okay, sure, pal. Uh, let's, not, let's not get ahead of ourselves. I don't think he ever got overrated. I think he's always been what he is. Uh, mm-hmm. Um, so the thing about that is, like, players don't want to tank. So, like, I don't think Jonathan Gannon wants to lose games either. So it's like teams don't tank it's front offices that tank so it's like if the coach wants to play kyler murray and kyler murray's under contract and he wants to play i don't think you have a whole lot of choice you're not just gonna be like kyler we're sending you out for the year because that's just gonna piss him off yeah i i don't i don't i think the cardinals have to play him i think so too will he be that pissed off though i mean call of duty's out next week i'm sure he's gonna enjoy the extra time screen (laughs) nice fair enough yeah maybe that's why he's waiting one more week yeah he's like uh it's still a little sore Get Clayton out there. Uh, Gotta work up to it. What a team guy, right? Honestly, I think there's some fantasy options here when Kyler comes back. I think they're going to be dog shit next week, but uh, when Kyler gets back, I I, I think Hollywood's going to be really good. And uh, Trey uh, McBride. And, and Trey McBride. Yeah, I agree. I, I even think Michael Wilson maybe has a chance if he mm. can get some chemistry with Kyler. Michael Wilson. Uh, but I definitely think McBride and Hollywood are going to be very fucking usable in fantasy moving forward with Kyler Murray. So hopefully Kyler looks like Kyler. Uh, you never know with a torn ACL. He might take a week or two to get back into form. But if Kyler's Kyler, I think the Cardinals are going to be pretty good fantasy-wise. They're probably, probably still not going to be winning too many games, but I, I kind of like their fantasy outlook with Kyler Murray. Absolutely. Uh, for the Ravens, uh, Gus Edwards just ate apart the Cardinals' defense. Three touchdowns. Oh, yeah. Well, uh, all three of his touchdowns came from like the goal line, so like they got him there, and then, still, and then he just punched I, it in. Yeah. The Cardinals are like a bottom five rush defense, though. So I mean, it's uh, that that was part of the game plan, I assume. Where it's like we get down there, we're giving it to Gus, and he's gonna fucking push his ass into the end zone. Yeah. Oh yeah. Lamar really didn't do all that great, honestly. No, he didn't. One hundred fifty-seven touchdown. Yeah, not good. Um, this is the problem, right? With the Ravens is what we always talk about. They just underperform. They play down to their fucking... T- That's why I'm like, I don't... Even after that blowout last week against the Lions, I think I think that said more about the Lions than the Ravens. People were ready to crown the Ravens like Super Bowl champions. I was like, I, I just think the Lions had a bad game. Yeah. No kidding. Uh, yeah. So, I don't know. I, I'm, st- I'm still not in on the Ravens. Uh, they're, they're hard to believe in. Not a believer. Not a believer. Not a purple people eater. Goodness, no. That's the Vikings. Oh, mm. well, awkward. Yeah, awkward. I have secondhand embarrassment, embarrassment <laughs> right now in front. Uh, that's all I got for this game. You got any? You guys got anything else? If Trey McBride's on your waiver wire, go get him. Yeah, get him. Chargers third, Chargers thirty, Bears thirteen. Uh, this was the Sunday night football game. Justin Herbert went thirty-one of forty, two hundred ninety-eight, and three touchdowns. 
Eckler was 15 for 29 on the ground. Kind of got bottled up pretty good. Bless you, Kai. Seven catches for 94 yards and a touchdown for him through the air, though. Uh, so he still had a pretty nice fantasy game. Keenan Allen, eight for 69. Nice. Uh, Quentin Johnston, five for 50. Whoa. Donald, Donald Parham Jr., four for 43 and a touchdown. Uh, Josh Palmer, three for 24. He was kind of battling an injury coming into the game and during the game. I think he left a little bit uh, in the middle of it. I'm not sure if he came back or not. I think he's questionable heading into this next week, so keep an eye on Josh Palmer. Um, and then a guy named Simi Fahoku, nine-yard touchdown. Never heard of him before. Congratulations to him. I think he's a rookie. That makes sense. That makes sense. Uh, Tyson Bajant, teabag, 25 of 37, 232 yards and two interceptions. Deontay Foreman, 9 for 34. Darrington Evans, 4 for 18 and a touchdown. Cole Komet, 10 for 79. DJ Moore, 4 for 55. And Darnell Mooney had a 41-yard catch. Uh, this was a stinky game. The Chargers kind of just, just completely destroyed the Bears. DJ Moore did not receive a target in the entire second half. Crazy. It- uh, maybe Tyson Tyson Bajant is not as good as everyone thought. Maybe, hmm. maybe he was just playing the Raiders. Yeah, maybe a D two players is not up to snuff, huh? His dad is sick though. Oh yeah, the arm wrestling guy. That guy fucking rules. Uh, yeah, I I don't know. Are you are you guys interested in Quentin Johnston at all? If Josh Palmer is out. Oh yeah, I have an interest. Yeah. Yeah, I think my interest has peaked. He's just got a lot of guys in front of him, you know. So of course, as soon as the pegs start falling, he's going to rise up. So I think he really hasn't been that all that impressive with his opportunities so far. But give him more opportunities, and maybe that changes. Yeah. Hmm. Still, are you guys worried about about Eckler at all, running wise? He hasn't really done that well Uh, since he's been back on the ground, at least. I mean, I've always kind of said this. I mean, don't get me wrong. Eckler is a great running back, but I always felt like his passing or his receiving game was always stronger than his running game. Always. He's good at both, but yeah, the receiving, the receiving is what sets him apart from some of the other better exactly. running backs in the league. They're not creating a whole lot of room for him. I would say. Either. No. Yeah. Uh, Keenan Allen continues to be a fucking really good fantasy player. Yep. Um, Mr. Reliable. It's really all I got for this game. Justin Herbert had a fucking fantastic game. Yeah. Uh, good Herbie. uniform matchup. I think that's all I got. <laughs> yeah. It was a good uniform colors. matchup. Yep. Uh, all right. Let's get the uh, Thursday night football preview going here. Titans three and four Steelers four and three. Minka is out of this game. Minka Fitzpatrick. Ryan Tannehill is questionable. I don't expect him to play. I don't think he's going to play the rest of the year. Honestly, if Will Levis, is legit, if Levis plays it like he did on Sunday again on Thursday, that's his job rest of season, right? Yeah, it has yeah. to be. Yeah, it has to There's be. There's just Let no him way. Cook. Let him cook. Tough matchup, though, against the Steelers. Yeah. Nah, he's got TJ it. TJ Watt's going to be in his fucking grill. He's got it. We'll love uh, this. Uh, Derek Henry. Ter- Derek Henry. Derek Henry <laughs> is questionable. Um, DeAndre Hopkins is questionable. Kenny Pickett is questionable. Um. I fully expect Henry and Hopkins to play, and I, I think they've already said that they're expecting Pickett to play. So, right. um, Who do we have in this game and why? You know, I think I'm going to take the Titans this time around. Yeah, I want to I see Will Levis ball out. I'm rooting for it, actually. Yeah, I'm taking Titans, dude. The, the Mayo Man's got this. <laughs> the Mayo Man. 
I don't have Dylan's pick yet, so I don't know who he picked, but I am also going to go Titans, too. I'm just going to ride the hot hand. If Will Levis is legit, uh, I think that they'll probably win that game pretty pretty handily. Uh, I imagine Dylan's a big Steeler. He's He's been down on the Steelers all year, so I imagine he's going to pick the Titans as well, if I had to guess. Uh, he's he's not a fan of the Steelers' offense. So, um, Let's freaking do it. Let's go Titans. I would not be... I would not be watching this game if Full Levis was was not be was not playing. If it was Tannehill versus Kenny Pickett, this would not be a game I'd be watching. Yeah, I would. I'd be doing something else with my Thursday night. So uh, I, I think Levis is interesting enough though that he's going to probably get some viewers on that game though. So uh, and I, I will definitely tune in for a little bit at least if he plays. So uh, all right, I oh, think man. that's it. I think that's all we got. So. As always, at Raging Takes on Twitter and Instagram and TikTok and threads, uh, RagingTakes at gmail.com if you want to email us. I'm Mantana Sauce on Twitter. Kai is at RTP Kai. Mac is at It's Mac Bra, B-R-U-H. Dylan is at Such a Wise Fool. Um, and we will see you on Saturday for the Week 9 preview. Happy Halloween, everybody. Happy Halloween. See ya. Sayonara. <laughs>